Ah, it's Andy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1 WAJI here on a Wednesday. It's Veterans Day. Thanks, as always, for hanging out with us, making us a part of your morning routine. Katie Law is back in studio helping me out. All right, let's get to what's trending. I mentioned Veterans Day. It's a federal holiday. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been reading this all morning long. It's true. I will still... Go check my mail today, even though there's no mail service. You and everyone else. I get yes. so mad. You're going to, you know what? Just put a secret camera outside my house at about four in the afternoon and I'm going to go check it <laughs> and I'll get mad and disgruntled at myself because I'm like, you told yourself all morning long not to do what you're doing. Watch Andy have a meltdown at his oh, mailbox. Gosh. Um, so today, in honor of those who have honorably served in the military, a ton of businesses have a number of freebies or discounts or deals. Logan's mm-hmm. Roadhouse, Applebee's, Cracker Barrel, Outback. Duncan, great clips, haircuts. So lots of things to go out there and uh, take advantage of if you have served, and rightfully so. Um, states across the nation are trying to figure out COVID, right? There's a historic day yesterday in Texas. Texas became the first U.S. state to surpass 1 million COVID cases in their state. Now, granted, they have more real estate than us, but that's still a historic number. The Indiana Department of Health yesterday announced another close to 5,000 additional Hoosiers were diagnosed with COVID-19. And again, numbers require context. There were points in the year, ports of this year that a spike was considered if we had 1,000 people right, get it. Right. All right. Would you be willing to risk catching coronavirus to get a free cruise? Depends on how you word this story, but Royal Caribbean is looking for, I guess, test subjects or guinea pigs to take a cruise free to test their coronavirus protocols. Cruise is free. The COVID is real. And uh, I don't know, like, what's going to happen, but they basically want to test their whole things out. And uh, I've always said this, if depending on your own personal comfort level, because I don't want to knock the cruise industry. I like the cruise industry. Sure. I want to cruise again in my life. Oh, you yeah. ever been cruising? I have. And I'm like, there's too many dang people on this boat. Yes. This isn't a lick of relaxing. That's the only draw to, like backdraw to it is it's so crowded so crowded you can't find a deck chair yes. there's always like 14 honeys in the pool and two big guys went in the belly flop contest yes and it's like i just no, i just want to anyway yeah, so yeah. maybe less people on a boat might be appealing to mm-hmm. you probably especially if you're 21 years old yeah. 22 you're feeling like you're pretty invincible uh, and you want a free cruise i'm in, i'm pretty i'm invincible and i'm on spring break and school's hard yeah that's what's trending now with our Magic 95.1 news. Katie in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. Katie Law is in studio. I was talking to a buddy of mine. He works for a Houston radio station. Works on a morning show down there. His name's Eric. And he was talking about just things that are on this show and how my co-host search was going and all of this. And I was sort of touching base with him. And they were talking about just things that were on their show that sort of took off, that did well. And he was like, you know, Andy, I grew up in Illinois. I work in Texas now. But we were talking about masks hanging from everybody's rearview mirror, which, yeah, I mean, we've talked about this on this show. We just some people say it's a safety risk, sort of creates too many blind spots while you drive. He was like, well, when I was growing up in Illinois after prom, like everybody had their dates garter hanging from their rearview mirror. And we know girls who used to have beads or lays. I just feel like we've trained ourselves to be distracted by something hanging from our rearview mirror, even if it's like a big parking pass or something. And I was like, stop the madness, Eric. What are you talking about? Garters. That's where we're talking about. And I mean, I had heard of the garter thing. You hadn't. A lot of it's regional. Yeah, you grew up in Illinois too. You you had a prom garter. Mm -hmm. Like, by the way, 
did you just like, was there a moment where you're like, well, hello there, Ricky. Do you get to take it off? It's four songs into the night. A, my date's name was not Ricky. <laughs> it was Luke. Okay. okay. So what? You're you're like four slow songs in and you're like, Luke, it's garter time? I I don't remember. It was a long time ago. We're talking over 20 years. Was so. there at any point like some sort of ceremonial passing of the garter? Like, or did you keep it on until the next morning? I don't remember. Oh. I wish I had something juicy for you. I don't. If anybody sort of grew up and had a prom, I don't think around here. It doesn't sound like an Indiana thing. It doesn't sound like a regional thing. 260-467-9500. I know it sounds like a spring prom topic, but I guess we're talking about things dangling from your rearview mirror in your lifetime. And a garter from a high school date sounds bizarre to me. It but uh, Andy in the morning, hi, talking garters. Go ahead. Garters, high school ones for prom, no, but... I knew a lot of gentlemen that after a wedding, if they caught it at the wedding, they put it on their rearview mirror. I know. And then look, I'm going around. It feels like half the states in the union have prom garters, and I feel like I missed the memo on this. Thank you for the call. Let me ask you this, Katie. Awkward things you shopped for with your mother. Like maybe your first bra or maybe first sort of, I don't know, shopping for a garter Garter feels weird to me. With your mother? Yes, because... uh, Again, the more I think about it, that garter symbolizes, you know, the man takes it off your leg. Yes, he does. might be taking something else. I mean, referring to your wedding night, prom night, whatever. Yeah. And so I'm like, how have like every mother ever that's been in these states been like, oh, yeah, totally a thing. Yeah. And especially in high school. Uh, Andy, in the morning, hi, go ahead. We're talking about, I think, garters. Go ahead. Hi. I just wanted to let you know that. After my high school prom, my boyfriend, which is now my husband, had my garter hanging from his mirror for many years. Oh, did something happen prom night that made him have good memories? Um, Actually, that night I was already pregnant. Oh, my gosh. There it is. Holy cow. By the way, where did you grow up? Did you grow up around here or where at? Born and raised in Fort Wayne. And you had a prom garter. You might be the only mm-hmm. one. Look mm-hmm. at that. All right. Well, thank you for the call. Andy, in the morning, hi. We're talking prom garters, apparently. Go ahead. Hey, Andy. It's John at sales. Oh, hi, John. How are you? <laughs> Not too bad. Actually, I don't have a garter hanging from my uh, uh, rear view mirror, but I've got a beaded cross. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it's, uh, and it's uh, made from the flowers from my dad's funeral. See how holy you sound? Because <laughs> I'm letting you know. <laughs> I figured you needed a little bit of uh, that in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel, it feels so holy compared to the other. I mean, the juxtapose those two mm-hmm. things. Yeah, I like the sentimental thing. aspect of it. Yes. I do. I'm glad you got us back on the straight and narrow. Thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, I'll talk to you later. Hey, you it's so great, Andy. Yeah, thank you, buddy. Take care. 95.1 WAJI. Katie Law in studio. I have for you a list of household items that need to be replaced. They have natural expiration dates, and you had no idea they did. The example I always give is smoke detector batteries. You've at least heard of that. You're supposed to whip those out every year or two. My thought, my first thought is the air filters, too. You know what? Can I tell you about air filters before I run down my little list? I w- yes. When I was first new to home ownership, I had no idea you're supposed to ever do that. We didn't either. 
Nobody explains to you. They gave you the keys. My parents never uh -uh. T told me to change the furnace. It was never like a chore growing up. I had no idea. So my wife and I lived in our house for like two and a half years before some service tech comes out and goes, what in the heck are yes. you doing? Yeah. No, same boat. The exact same thing happened to us. It's it. I think it's something they need to teach in school. Yeah. You have to change the furnace filter. I had no idea. And so obviously now I've learned there's varying degrees on how people do that, though. Some people change it twice a year. Some people change it every three months. Household items that you need to replace. I mentioned the smoke detector battery, but what if I told you about the real smoke detector? You're supposed to replace them every 10 years to make sure that the smoke detector itself has not lost sensitivity. It's kind of like I never remember how long ago it was I got a tetanus shot. Tetanus yes. shots last 10 years, but I'm letting you know every time I step on a nail, I'm like, just give me another. We don't know how old our smoke detectors are. If you haven't lived in your house 10 years, then you just don't know. Loofahs in your shower. How often do you think they should last? I, I feel like it's going to be shorter than what I'm thinking. Here's my thing with this. When the loofah starts to become two loofahs and uh -huh. it starts to unloofah, go. Every three months, they say, which is longer than I thought. I thought it was going to be like once a week. And then finally here of items here that in your household that you might need to replace. They have natural expiration dates, but there's no way you knew what they were. This one I think is controversial. Who's ever heard of this? Pillows. Ideally, because of like dead skin, hair follicles, and a bunch of other stuff that sounds gross when you sleep, you're supposed to replace your pillow every year or two. I think people focus more on the pillowcase and think that's okay and yeah. wash that once a week. Sometimes there's like a pillow liner you can use. Maybe that would extend it. But don't mess with people's pillows. Once you find one that works, it is really hard to sub me on this. It's the adult version of Binkies. Yes. We will take our pillows. I leave room in my suitcase for my pillow. I travel with it. I mean, pe don't mess with people's pillows. And don't make me get a new one because then you get it. Break uh, it in. Well, at least you didn't you tell me earlier you, you're a my pillow customer? I am a, of recent. So if at least with you, if you know you wanted to get a new one, you know mm -hmm. the company to contact to get one. It still took a little bit of time to just kind of get it to the right spot. But I, I loved that pillow from night one. Finally, one more little Andy rant on pillows. You, the good ones are more expensive than you think. You ever bound it back in the day to like a bed, bath, and beyond, and you go test yeah. out pillows? Mm -hmm. Like a good one's 300 bucks. I'm like, what? Yeah, I think that's why people wake up with, you know, neck, neck kinks and upper back kinks because... They can't afford a good pillow. Yeah. I mean, pillows, I'm putting you with razors on things that cost too much for no reason. See Andy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. Katie Law is in studio with me this morning. And I have a list that was put out by the dating app Plenty of Fish. And so dating app Plenty of Fish put out their annual list of dating trends that they expect to see more of in the next year. So I'm going to say the term, and then I want you to try to guess the meaning of it. And I'm going to fail miserably. That's great. Fauci-ing. Fauci-ing when it comes to dating. What does that mean? Um, maybe getting tested before you go on a date? Close enough. I'm going to give you that as a point. Oh. <sighs> Fauciing is declining to date someone because you don't feel that they're taking the pandemic mm. seriously enough. Okay, yeah. Apocalypsing when it comes to dating. These are dating terms that Plenty of Fish, the dating app, thinks we'll be using the next year. It means you throw all caution to the wind because the world could end tomorrow. 
It's not terrible. I actually like your definition better. So you just go on that vacation. You just go get married. Apocalypsing <laughs> is treating every relationship like your last oh. and getting too serious too quick. A third of single people know someone who has done it. Do you have a first date, like, terrible story? Do you have, like, a like one bad first date story that stands out in your life? Oh, my goodness. I'd have to really go back through my mental Rolodex because I was single for a while, and I lived in Chicago, so there was a lot of first dates. There was. <laughs> um, nothing that had an outward, sort of like, uh, craziness. No. Okay. How about this with dating mo- called Waldoing? These are dating terms. Waldoing is when you put... When someone only posts group photos on their dating profile, so it's hard to tell which one of them is the person that you're stalking. And then you get your hopes up. (laughs) And then then you realize you're like, wah, wah. Oh, it's this one. Oh, it's not his brother. Oh. Oh. Well, I'll still go out with him because his brother's hot. I love that you just had that realization. <laughs> dating app, Plenty of Fish, annual list of dating trends they expect to see more of the next year. And finally, hey and pray. Hey and pray. This is when you play the numbers game on dating's app and you just spam a bunch of people and say, hi, hey there. Two thirds of women say they use dating apps have said this has happened to them where guys have just hate and prayed. They said hi to them just to see if they got any responses. I think that cracks me up. But you have to, you have to go for it. You can't think someone's out of your league. Hey and pray. Uh, no, my first dating, I had one where I was kind of set up on a blind date and I had to go, I was going to take her out that night. But in order for her to agree to go out that night, I had to go to her yoga class during the day. So she taught the class. She taught the class, and I easily was like 25 years younger than everyone else in the class. Oh, boy. And the, and the number of positions I could get, like not not many. I, I saw some like limber 60-year-olds out there doing like some downward dog and upward dolphins. I get going after you've met, but this if this was the first my time... My first meeting was she put me through the gauntlet oh of, of yoga. How and long did that last? It lasted about through appetizers before I went to check out. Okay. Yeah, not great. So today is Veterans Day. There's a list of celebrities out there who served in the military, and you might not know that they did. Morgan Freeman did. Tom Selleck, Mel Brooks, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones and the Darth Vader voice. Take that, whoever we're at war against. Yeah, if you had to be in the trenches with him. That's good stuff. Adam Driver, uh, who also is in some of the Star Wars franchise, grew up in Mishawaka, and he was in the Marines for a while. Drew Carey was a radio operator. Alan Alda, MC Hammer, uh, we're all in the military here on Veterans Day. These are the top movies we've rewatched during quarantine. Jurassic Park, Indiana Jones, and Die Hard are some of the most watched movie franchises that we've resorted back to. These are always also the movies that are always on like cable networks. Oh, sure. Like on a, repeat. Like A Few Good Men always gets played and yes. Shawshank Redemption. They're I love classics. Them. And if you see it, you have to watch it. Even if it's halfway through, you you watch it. My wife and I, uh, we re- rewatched one because I think it was free on Prime, which was Clue. I love Clue. You ever watch Clue? I've the movie? never seen that oh. movie. And Andy, I just played that game for the first time probably two months ago. You just played Clue? Yes. Oh. I have never played Clue. What? Ever. What? what? What's wrong with my childhood? Oh, my gosh. Clue is my favorite board game by a mile. I used it to collect board games of it. Yes. yes.
The movie Clue is historic because it's the only movie to be released in theaters that had different endings depending on which showing you went to. No way. Yes, that's how awesome that movie so is. So how do they handle that now? So like so if like back then when you first went to theaters and let's be honest not a lot of people did, you'd be like, "Oh, I went and saw it and Miss Scarlet did it." And you're like, "That's not true. I just saw the movie the other <gasps> night. Professor Plum did it." That's brilliant because brilliant. then you would go see it again. again. Adam Sandler's Hubie Halloween is the most watched movie on Netflix this year. And Netflix says users have total now spent over 2 billion hours watching his content that he's provided on Netflix. While filming an underwater scene in Avatar 2, Kate Winslet, Kate Winslet, working again with James Cameron, held her breath for over seven minutes to film a scene. Which now beats Tom Cruise movie record that he did in a couple Mission Impossibles ago, I guess, where he held it for six minutes. Wow. You know, we always complain how overpaid we think actors are. I think she earned every penny on that one. I have no... I could, Honestly, that right now... That is a crazy stunt. I don't think I could even do a minute in the studio right now. I don't think I could do it. By the way, the actual world record for holding your breath is... 24 minutes. Oh, my goodness. That's what's happening in Hollywood.